academia is complete trash, to be honest. Um, and I find it hilarious because when when I was in middle elementary school, from fourth grade to to um, eighth grade, I was a fucking terrible writer. I couldn't write at all. I was shit. I honestly didn't know what I was writing. I was just writing because we had to do it. We were forced to do it. Now, I don't know if anybody else had this in any other school or well, not in other school, but any other city. But in Chicago, during that time, um, I want to say 2006, 2007 to 2011, when I was in middle school or elementary school, whatever you want to call it, we had to write extended responses, and these were basically essays. But they were like, you have to answer this question. It wasn't like free thought. It wasn't anything important and it was like fucking Walt Disney wants to build a new Disneyland in the desert what should he bring to the table and I'm just like I don't care I don't even want to go to Disneyland's and Disney worlds that exist so you know I could care less so I would get and at the time the grading scale was out of five so you can get a zero out of five one out of five, two, three, four, and five out of five. So five was like the height. That was like a hundred or so. You know, a three was like a seventy, like a sixty-five to seventy range. And two and and one zero to two was like you're dumb. And from second grade, not second grade, fourth grade to eighth grade, I got maybe two threes. I know I got one for a fact. I think I got another one, but I know I got one for a fact, and no fours, never got a five, and it was just zero ones and twos, and we were forced to do them at one point when I was in sixth grade, that entire year, we had to do one every fucking Friday as like the last class, that last hour, we were doing extended responses, so for the entire album, I was just sitting there like, bruh, I don't care, and to be, to be honest, I was never taught how to write a paper, in fifth grade, when they taught us, I remember sitting there, and I've never been a dumbass. I'm not a genius. I'm definitely, like, the, uh, smarter than the average, but I'm not, like, a fucking genius. And I was just sitting there, like, what's the point of this? And I didn't understand it. They were teaching us, and, like, you got to have five paragraphs and this and that. And, and they are like, this is the new industry standard and shit like that. And I was like, okay. And, like, in the, the damn things didn't even matter. Like, I still passed fourth grade, still passed fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. You know, I graduated from the bitch, and I never got a good score on them. So, like, what was really the point? And I think it's funny now, because I've just graduated. You know, I, I've said this before. I just graduated uh, community college with an associate's degree. And before I went to community college, I actually went to university. I went to Columbia University here in Chicago for a poetry. And then I went to a community college for psychology. And in Columbia, as well as at this community college, I won't say the name because fuck them, <laughs> they're trash. Um, I never failed a paper. I got the lowest I ever got was a seventy or seventy-five. It was one of the two. And the only reason why I got that because I just didn't care. It was the final paper of that semester, um, and it was. I just didn't care about it, like. Because we the papers before that, I was like, yo, this is fire. I like the topics. It was about politics. I was like, yo, I'm fucking with this candidate. We're doing this. I know what I'm talking about. I can write six pages, whatever. The last one was six to eight pages, and I could barely come up with five. Because at this point, I was like, I've told you everything I can say. At this point, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just repeating myself. 
So it's kind of hard to find things to, you know, keep it spicy. So, and that was the only reason why I got the 75 or the 70, whatever it was. It was between the 70 and 75. And the highest I've got was 100. Like, I passed all of my art class essays. I passed all of my um, child development classroom essays. I passed my psych class essays. I've never failed an essay in college. The lowest I got was a 70. But in elementary school, I couldn't write for shit. I was fucking terrible. And it wasn't until I got to college, not college, high school, my freshman year of high school, 2011, my my teacher, my writing teacher, English teacher, because, you know, they combined it in high school. And in elementary school, it's like you got to read your writing and all that. But when you get to high school and, and further in higher education, it's just English or whatever type of composition writing. And, you know, at Columbia, I had writing and rhetoric one. And then in my second semester, I had writing and rhetoric two. I passed both those classes with A's. Actually, I passed writing and rhetoric two with an A, and I passed writing and rhetoric one with a B. And the only reason I got a B, because I passed all my papers, but I just wasn't, like, it was basically participation. Like, I would always be there. Like, I only missed, like, three days. But when I was there, I wasn't always, like, raising my hands and shit like that. And that's the only reason why. Like, if I was actually raising my hands and answer the question, I would have got an A, because I passed all my papers. But... Um, damn, his half on the trash. I can hear it cracking. I don't know if you guys can hear it cracking, but I can. And, and, um, speaking of the paper I got a 70 on, my teacher, my professor at the time, she was white, and she was like, how are, how are you so great at writing? You're like the best writing, you, you've written the best papers I've ever read out of my whole entire year of career of teaching. And I was like, well, I learned how to write in high school. You know, my teacher, she was... She taught me how to write, and then from then on, I just got better and better and better. And then uh, in high school, that's when I started writing poetry, and that's when I really got serious about writing short stories, even though I don't write short stories anymore like that. But I got really good at writing poetry, and I got better at writing papers, and the more I did it, because you do a lot of writing. You always do a lot of writing. You might not do a lot of math, but you're definitely going to do a lot of writing, whether it be extended responses, essays. Uh, and then at the same time, I started my blog in high school, too, so I had to be good on... My poetry, my composition writing, and the articles that I was writing at the time. And to be fair, when I started writing the articles, they were garbage too. Like you go back and read some of those old um, Birds and Line articles from like 2014. I was trash. I was sophomore, junior. Um, I wasn't that great. I'm better. I'm way better now, which is a good thing. But like I was writing three different types of four different types of writing: poetry, essays, articles. And short stories. And all of those became great because of my my high school teacher. My my first reading teacher, her name is Miss Thomas. She was a white woman. And it's funny because she was the first white woman I had had as a teacher in 10 years. The first teacher I ever had was a white woman. It was in pre-K. Then kindergarten, it was another white woman. She was uh, Jewish. No, she was Polish, my bad. And then first grade... It was a white woman, and she had a mental breakdown halfway through. So they replaced her. We had a bunch of string of um, substitute teachers, and they were all they were all black. And then my second and third grade only went up to like it went from pre K to third grade. So my second and third grade teacher was the same woman, a black woman. She was like the only person that out of all the teachers I had up to that point, she was the only person I think that really like cared about me. In, in a sense of um, being better at what I was. Not so much as in, like, none of my teachers gave a fuck about me. <laughs> like, they were trying to stomp me out or some shit like that. But, like, 
she was nice like all the others, but she also cared about my academics because she would be because second and third grade we would have to write um what was it? They weren't extended responses. They were like morning prompts and things like that. So sometimes it might be a math problem. Solve this math problem, or it'll be a paragraph. You got to pick out all of the the inconsistencies, like what comma needs to go here and what punctuation and grammatical errors like that. Other times I would have to write like a paragraph or something like that. And you know I'm in second grade. I don't give a fuck. Dragon Ball's on TV. I can't wait to go home and watch Toonami. Fucking Maguzi is on. Totally Spies is gonna be on later. You know Static Shock and TMNT are on TV. I don't care about school. And you know it's it's um we're like eight in the morning. You know I didn't even eat breakfast back then. I would just like wake up, wash, and go. I didn't care about writing no damn paragraph with some equations at eight a.m. And I would just I would do them, but I wouldn't finish them and I wouldn't do it correctly. I was just like uh whatever. And she was like, I know you're better than this. I know you can do better. If you don't, I'm going to tell your mama. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. So I, I started doing my work. I started doing I got, I only, I also got faster. Not only did I actually start doing it, but they were timed. So you only had like 30 minutes to do it. 20 to 30 minutes to do them. So at first, I was taking the entire 20 minutes to like write three paragraphs, three sentences. So not only did I actually start doing them in like passing, I also learned how to write faster. And and complicate not complicate but um, solve solutions and problems and stuff like that faster at the age of whatever I was in second grade. But back to high school. So this woman was the first woman in ten years that I had that was a white teacher. Everybody up to that point was a black woman and two black male teachers, and they were all good. I liked them. Hold on, no, they wasn't because that that first grade teacher was trash. She had a mental breakdown. But after that, everybody else was, like, really good. I enjoyed them, but none of them taught me how to write. And it's like the fucking, what's that movie where the white woman goes to that underprivileged neighborhood with the blacks and Hispanics, and she teaches them how to write? It's called Freedom Writers or something like that. It was almost like that, because I, I didn't know how to write. And then she taught me how to write. She taught me that I had my own voice, that I could follow the set rubric, but still do what I wanted to do. And because of that, I got better as a writer. And when I went to college... Actually, before then, because freshman year and sophomore year, I had her as my writing teacher. Junior year, I had an, another white woman. She was young. She was like 23 at the time, 23, 25. And she wasn't a good teacher, like, at all. But she was cute, and she had a nice ass. Anyway. um, <laughs> But uh, she, she taught, um, and I took mostly AP classes in my last two years of high school. And I had AP language with her? Or it was AP literature. AP language. Ooh, excuse me. And then senior year, I had AP literature, which was a black woman. The white woman could not teach. She just couldn't. And I failed all my papers. Because I don't know what it is about AP classes. They're fucking trash. They're not worth anything. They don't even transfer over. Even if you do pass AP exam, most colleges don't even take them. So it was like a waste of time. The only good thing about it was that majority of the classes, my AP classes were mostly... um the gifted and honor students, so I didn't have a lot of the dumbasses running around, you know, the, the problem solvers and stuff like that, the, like, class distractions were definitely cut down, and that was, for me, that was good, because I didn't really like niggas at all, anyway, like, I had my set group of friends, oh, I'm parched, I had my set group of friends, but I didn't really mess with everybody like that, and so, I, so, like, you tell me, you could take all the dumbasses that's screaming all the time, and running their mouth and shit like that, out of the equation, yeah, okay, cool, but the classes were ass, and I didn't learn anything in either of those classes, 
the only good thing about it was my senior year when I took AP literature, the teacher, she was black. She was funny, and so I loved her. Uh, I didn't get better as a writer. I would just stay stagnant, and I never passed any of her tests either. Any of her, uh, I passed her tests, but I didn't pass any of her, um, her papers, but she was fun. She was cool. Um, we had a lot of fun in the class, and we read a lot of dope-ass books, and because of her, which I'm glad, because she didn't, we wasn't, we did read Hamlet, but we didn't read Romeo and Juliet. Hamlet's good. If you know me, I fucking hate Shakespeare. He's a bitch-ass nigga. He sucks. Nigga never wrote anything that was top-tier. Hamlet and Othello are cool. They're nice. Romeo and Juliet is fucking garbage. Everything else is fucking garbage. That man sucks. He does not deserve the praise that he gets. Shakespeare is ass. Anyway, we did read Hamlet, but we also read um, Their Eyes Are Watching God, which is about a, it's a black book. Phenomenal book. We also watched the movie. Um, we watched, not watched, we read um, a couple other black books. I don't know why I'm blanking right now, but she really introduced the importance of black books in literature and teaching that instead of the old bullshit like Shakespeare and all those all those those other white fucks that that honestly are garbage to be honest like not a lot of them aren't good they're just white and you know privilege comes into play because a lot of blacks Hispanics and all that weren't getting their shit published in America they weren't and the ones that did seep through was like thank you but and then when it came to like teaching in classes it was mostly the white ones because they were like the gold standard and the the architect of what writing should be but they fucking sucked. Anyway, the only thing good Shakespeare did was he created the words bruh and dude and a couple other slang words that we use today. Other than that, fuck him. Um, I lost my train of thought. Fuck, oh, I hate Shakespeare. But yeah, and so I basically, those last two years of high school, I just stagnated. Like, I, I wasn't good. And honestly, I was kind of scared. And I'm normally not scared or I normally don't get nervous about stuff, especially things like that. But when I was going to college, I was like, fuck. What if I'm not good enough to write these papers? Because TV, TV made college seem like it was the hardest shit of, ever, of all time. And they may not, that might be the case for some people, but my entire college, like I've been in college for two years at the community college and one year at Columbia. So that's three and then an extra semester. So three years and five months or so I spent in college. And it wasn't hard at, like, at all. I passed all my, I only failed one class because I stopped going, and I forgot to withdraw before the deadline, and, like, the teacher was a dumbass, she, she never, like, kicked me out, so I just, I failed it, but other than that, I never purposely failed a class or sitting in class every day and not doing the homework, or doing the homework and just didn't get any of the material, no, I passed all my classes, uh, like, it wasn't hard at all, like, I didn't even do any homework, that's how easy this shit was, I didn't do any homework, and at first I thought I was like, maybe because I'm at Columbia, and this is the performing art schools. But no, my English classes were actually challenging. And I got better as a writer. And then when I had the, um, because my transfer credits were actually able to transfer over from my writing class, I didn't get to take a writing class at, at, at the community college. Which I'm glad I didn't. Because, because of Miss Thomas, because she taught me how to write a paper. Ever since then, I know when someone doesn't know how to write a paper. And I'm not just talking about, like, students. I'm talking about teachers as well. Even teachers that literally went to school for it. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, my girlfriend was like, yo, I gotta write a 10-page paper on fucking how to ride a bike. And I'm like, bro, why did you need to write 10-page papers on that? All of the the um writing teachers at this community college are fucking garbage. Like, they're not good. 
at all. They make you write 10 page papers on stuff that's not worth 10 pages. If I'm going to write 10 pages on something, it has to be worth 10 pages. I can't write 10 pages on why birds fly or why the fucking sun is technically orange. I can't. I can write 10 papers on why Shakespeare fucking sucks, though. That I can do. I can write 10 page papers on social economic um, disparity. I can do that. Well, at least, at least I can, because I, I know what I'm talking about. But, you know, like, topics, and, and they don't teach you how to write in college. They don't. And when they do teach you, it's, here's this fucking handout with these circles on it. This is a, um, what do you call those? Graphic organizer. How to write your thoughts in this graphic organizer, and then you just translate it to the page. Graphic organizers do not work for everybody. It never worked for me. And that's honestly one of the reason. and it's always mandatory for some fucking reason. And I'm glad when I got to high school, Miss Thomas didn't make those miniature. Like, we could do them, and I did do them sometimes, but the fact the pressure was lifted when I realized that I didn't have to do these. And because of that, I became a better writer. And I think a lot of people did, too. So when you force them to do these, force these restrictions on the writer, especially if they're not a good writer, because everybody isn't. Everybody can be a good writer. Everybody can be a good mathematician. Everybody can be a good, uh, I won't say scientist, because you got to have a degree to be a scientist. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you can be smart in any area. But if you don't teach it effectively or to that person's level of ability, then it's like you can't fault them for not knowing or for being bad or just not being good at all. So you force all these restrictions. It's got to be four paragraphs, not four paragraphs, four to five sentences per paragraph. That's not a rule. That's literally not a rule anywhere. The black teacher I had in my senior year, she literally said a paragraph could be anything you want. Because the more you get into writing, the more you, even though you might not actually do it, a paragraph could be one fucking sentence. I see it all the time in articles. I see it all the time in novels, whether they're fiction or nonfiction. One paragraph could be one sentence. There's just a lot of commas, a lot of line breaks, a lot of semicolons in it. And you can do that, and it can be completely grammatically correct. I've done it. I wrote whole paragraphs where it was one to two sentences, but it looked like it was fucking six sentences. Because I know how to write, and I learned how to... I actually told myself that ironically because we were supposed to be learning from the white teacher in my junior year who didn't know how to teach we were going over it and a lot of people didn't get it i actually got it i don't know why but i i, I taught myself how to do it so i use line breaks and stuff like that that was the only thing i learned in that class but when you say the paragraph has to be this long it's got to be five paragraphs you have to have a hook you gotta have you gotta mention everything you're gonna talk about in the first par- you don't have to do that you can write a good first paragraph, mention what you got to mention, have a decent hook. You ain't got to have a hook, to be honest. All you got to be like is, you, the paper could be about why Netflix is ruining anime. And the first sentence could be, Netflix ruins anime. To anybody that watches or doesn't watch anime, they could be like, what? Netflix ruins anime? Let me look at it. The That catchy shit does not always work, to be honest. Niggas really... People who really write papers don't care about catchiness. As long as it's not boring, you're good. You're good. I know this ran as long as hell because I'm looking at it and it's 20 minutes, but I'm almost done. <laughs> anyway, but I learned that a lot of teachers don't know how to write papers. Whether they're writing teachers, English teachers, science teachers, math teachers, they don't know. And when you don't know how to do something, you're trying to teach someone and tell them that you're supposed to do this, that hinders them. Luckily... I'm the naturally God-gifted writer. Like, I'm really good. 
once I learn how to write, I just, I soared. No one can tell me shit about my writing. Unless I really write some dumb shit on purpose. Then it's like, oh, that sucks. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying I'm the best writer of all time. I'm not. But I'm good. People love my papers. People love my portraits. People love my short stories when I finally write one every 10 years. People love to read my articles. You know? And every article isn't that good. I might make, I might crank out an article on birdsline.com. One of my favorite articles is the Frank Ocean article. It's called, Ever Since I Found Love, Frank Ocean's Blonde Just Doesn't Hit Like It Used To. And then it's just five paragraphs of me talking about blonde, my experience with it, and stuff like that. I, it's a really good read. I might put an hour's worth of effort into that particular article, but then the next article would be about why Netflix makes bad anime, which I wrote, by the way, which you can view on um, bloodsline.com as well. And it's a decent article, but it's nowhere near as good as the, the Frank Ocean article. Like, let's be honest. Like, if you read both of them back-to-back, You'd be like, uh, yeah, the Netflix article is pretty good, but it's not as good as the Frank Ocean article. For every Frank Ocean, Frank Ocean article I put out like that, I'll put out the, the um, I'll put out ten more articles like the Netflix article or smaller articles where, like recently, Artist Riso released an album. So I'll go on Twitter, I'll go on my blog, and I'll be like, um, Riso just released the album. It's like three sentences a paragraph, three sentences a paragraph, with a thumbnail and a YouTube video. And that's it. Like it, it, it ain't really worth talking about. But yeah, and the entire reason why I brought all this up because it's like no one really gives a fuck if you know how to do something, as long as you pass. And that's why the school system is broke. That's why the U.S. education system is fucking garbage. No one cares if you can write, as long as you can pass this class. And I think that, and we've all had a class like that. Like I even had a class like that in college. My teacher was an old man. He's 70 years old. Physical science. He's the only physical science teacher in this entire building, which is a shame on the school, which is why they're fucking garbage. He's 70 years old. He doesn't know how to work technology. I paid $116 for this book. Didn't even use it. I didn't look at it not one time. I downloaded it. I set it up. Didn't even use it. I didn't do the test. I didn't do the midterm. I stopped coming for an entire month just to pass for the C. Learn nothing. And the class was five hours long. So you can see, I had a five-hour class. We're not doing the book. He's rambling on about any and everything for five hours. You think I'm going to sit through that? No. So I stopped going for an entire month. I came back. We had a whole different teacher. Because he got sick. The new teacher still didn't touch the book. So that was $160 down the drain. And I would tell people, if you take that class, because it's going to be him. It's always going to be the same teacher. The old one, the 70-year-old. Don't buy the book. Just wait it out. It's an easy A. I got to see because I stopped coming. If I actually, if I would have did the uh, fucking midterm, just wrote some any bullshit, because I know he didn't read them. He didn't. Which is funny because everybody was going crazy. Oh, my God, you got to have three pages. And I was like, first of all, we don't know what the fuck he's talking about because he didn't teach us anything. We don't know any of these topics. You could be talking about... Jay-Z versus Beyonce, and he would have passed you. I I came late. I came two hours late to this five-hour class. I sat there for an hour, wrote a paragraph, watched some wrestling, and then I left. I ain't turning nothing. I just left. I didn't email him later. I went home. It was Friday. The class was from 11.10 to 3.45. I mean, not 3.45. Yeah, 3.45. I went home. Actually, that that was actually a sad day because that was the same day Mac Miller died. 
RP to Mac Miller. So that wasn't a good day at all. But yeah. And you'll have colleges like you have you'll never for anybody that's listened to this podcast and you're in high school, it honestly doesn't get better in college in terms of as I know when you're in college you're in high school, you're like, Oh, I can't wait to get to college. Everybody's gonna be smarter, there's not gonna be any dumbass, there's not gonna be anybody running down a hallway streaming, you know, there's not gonna be any fights. All the teachers are gonna be smart, they're gonna be helpful. No, they're not. You're gonna have a teacher that doesn't know anything of what they're talking about. A teacher that makes you buy the book just to teach nothing from the book. Not even schedule any homework from the book. You're gonna have um niggas running through the hallway screaming still for some odd reason. I don't know why. I remember one time at Columbia College down Columbia this is a university. Big university, downtown Chicago. They have campuses like the dorms all across the downtown. They have the buildings which you go in to learn all across downtown. All types of connections. Celebrities show up at all the times. Um, all the students are great. At any point you can go to anywhere in the school and hear somebody reciting poetry. Oh, excuse me. Rapping. Rapping. My voice cracked. Playing a guitar. Anything. But one day, I was in my science class. This was also on a Friday. This was also um, a five-hour class. Also taught by our old white man. But this white man was actually, he had a lot of pep in his step. I, I didn't learn nothing, but it was a cool class. Um, And one day, we were taking a test, and this girl walked in, and she was like, yo... Didn't go to the class. There wasn't a student in the class. She's like, yo, does anybody have an iPhone charger? And he looks up. He's like, no. Nah. I don't know why this man entertained her. He was very oblivious to a lot of stuff. He was pretty funny, though. He was really cool. Um, He was nice. He was very smart, though. But I, I ain't learned him, but he was smart. Um, She's like, yo, does anybody have any iPhone charger? High out of her mind. He didn't notice. Everybody else knew from the start. Oh, she's high as fuck. And we were all laughing in the middle of this test. Eventually, she, he's like, oh, if you go downstairs, they'll have chargers for you at the at the front desk. Which they did. They always had chargers, charger ports, food and shit like that all around Columbia's campus. So she leaves. And we're like, yo, she's high as fuck. That shit doesn't stop in high school. It keeps going, honestly. like People don't stop being dumb regardless of the, the environment. You would think they would. Because it's like, bro, you're in college. Get over it. A lot of people don't, to be honest. And colleges don't do a good job of stopping that either. I mean, shit, at the community college, there were fights all the time. Well, I wouldn't say all the time, because... Yeah, there were... I, yeah, I wouldn't say there were fights all the time, but my last year, there were, like, a lot of inter- altercations, but they were mostly because we had a high school program. So, the college is an alternative school for college students. So, in the basement of the college, high school students who were kicked out of all other schools would come there. And they were fight all the time, but none of the college students fought. But yeah, like I remember the last time I was there, the elevator was broke because some woman beat the shit out of her high school daughter, which is abuse and is is terrible. She beat her so bad in the elevator that the elevator broke. Like they kicked the entire elevator door in. Like the elevator was down for two weeks because of that. But yeah, that that stuff doesn't go away. And to be honest, that's more so on that college's fault for having high school students inside of a college than it was high school students actually doing dumb shit. But the college students would do stupid shit from time to time. We had a fire drill. The last time I was there, we had a fire drill. And because somebody was in the, one of the rooms, one of the empty rooms that they never used, smoking weed, so it set up the fire alarm. Because they thought it wouldn't, but it did anyway. And they caught them, fucking idiots. Yeah, like you have moments like that every time, every now and then, but... 
Yeah, it, it doesn't completely go away. You will have that job too. I used to work at Amazon. I saw it there. People would slack off, come late, yell at the uh, managers and shit like that. It doesn't stop regardless of age or where you go. Anyway, college is a scam. I know I don't know what we were originally talking about. I went on a whole rant about academia because I was I just it just came to me. But yeah, hope hopefully I shed a lot of light on this because. A lot of people don't really tell you shit about college. Like, I should do a whole episode about college, to be honest. Not this time, but next time. Because I, I would hate in high school and then they would have college students who graduated from that high school come back and be like, how's your experience? And everybody would ask the, other, the dumbass questions like the parties and shit like that. And no one, and the people would tell you like they struggled, but they would never tell you things that was like really important. Like everybody struggles in some form of way. Like I didn't struggle academically, but I did struggle financially, you know, being on financial aid, having to figure out how I'm going to come up with book money and shit like that, but as far as being in the classes and studying and doing stuff, I don't study, but you know what I mean, that was easy, but no one tells you about shit that you need to know, like, if you're on campus, if you're living on campus and you don't have, like, a um, meal plan, because you didn't pay for it or whatever is going on, buy foods that last longer. I might redo this in the college only episode, but buy chicken. Chicken is expensive. I mean, inexpensive. You can buy a pound of chicken for 99 cents and you fry it up. It might be like the smaller, like the party size wings. You can get party size wings. You can get like 50 party size wings for like $30 at some meat markets. Or it might be 99 cents for like seven big thighs. You cook that, and that'll last you the entire week. And the party wings will last you maybe two weeks, depending on how you eat, you know what I'm saying? Chicken is great. Buy chicken. You don't always have to fry it. You can just grill it, you know, find healthy ways to make it. But chicken, you can make chicken stretch because it's cheap, and then it comes in a, a lot when you buy it. Pasta is also good. I would make spaghetti. One box of spaghetti, like the, the slim box, not even the big fat boxes, would last me two weeks. And I would eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Buy potatoes. Potatoes will stretch you too. I used to eat, I, I eat hella starch in college, which is weird because I did lose weight my first freshman year on campus at Columbia. I was drinking nothing but water. Like every now and then, I would drink um, like juice and pop and stuff. But I was mainly drinking water. And we had a purifier. One of my roommates was a bitch ass nigga, but he bought he had a purifier. So we would purify the water in it, and it would taste delicious. And I would drink water all day long, cold water. It was delicious, and so that was good. But I ate a lot of starch. I ate. Chicken, I would mostly fry the chicken, but I would make fries, and I would bake them. Sometimes I would fry them, but mostly I would bake them. I, uh, so, yeah, a sack of potatoes, you get, like, 20 potatoes, and they're big as hell. They're, like, 99 cents, sometimes a dollar, dollar uh, ninety-nine, but they're, they're cheap, you know. Um, you know, eggs are cheap. You can get, like, 12, 12 things to pack. And recently what I've been doing, even though I'm still at home with my parents, and I'm not struggling, I have oatmeal. Oatmeal is delicious. Everybody should be eating oatmeal. It's inexpensive. It's like 10. If you get the Quaker Oats, maple brown sugar, well, any form of Quaker Oats, the instant kind, the ones in the package, you can get like the 10, the 10 of the, um, 10 packs in a box is like three something. And then the 20 pack is like five, six dollars. And if you eat it like me, I eat two packs a morning. But if you might not want two packs, you might want one pack. That's low key a month's worth of oatmeal. For five dollars, you know that, and that's something people don't tell you. Like, drink water, a lot of it. 
eat buy foods that are cheap and plentiful like chicken chicken potatoes and stuff like that but to be honest you might not gain that much weight i know the freshman 15 or freshman 50 whatever it's called because like your freshman year you get off campus you're away from your parents you eat all this good food so you gain pounds but i actually lost a lot of weight i was shitting every day i was averaging 21 shits a week i'm not even joking i was shitting three times a day because i was drinking so much water and i was walking i was in downtown chicago i wasn't taking a bus even though i had a um free transit card and i can go anywhere in the city i wanted on the train and the bus i was walking everywhere so i was walking maybe two to three hours a day and that was just me going from class to class and occasionally going for a walk in the park or a walk from chinatown back to my dorm and that was just those really that wasn't days when like me and my um one of my roommates would go like to amc so we hop on a train we walk to the train then get on the train go there and then walk to the theater and then do that back and then on top of already going to classes during the day so like some days I would legitimately walk like three to four hours, so I was getting exercise in despite eating like these carby, fattening type foods. But yeah. Anyway, I don't want to do this podcast. <laughs> this is weird. This is a weird term we took, but uh, yeah, man, it, it it's something.